0: You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB.
1: And Graham Norton is back with us. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. Gosh, it's been such a long time, hasn't it? I know. I I wait for something big and royal to happen. (laughs) And and, and, and there it is. And and you're back from New York. Where's your show at, first of all? Oh, the show,
0: uh, we filmed that in London, obviously, and uh, we'll be back in September. Right. So I've kind of changed my working schedule as of the last two years, I think, where I'm on for six months, off for six months, which seems pretty lovely to me so lovely that someone's going to stop that <laughs> someone's going to notice he seems to be having a very nice time uh, we should change that so hopefully that that'll be my working schedule for the next you know few years
1: how does this and i've never asked you this before how does your show work do they simply come to you and go these these guests are x y and z and you're doing them do you have an input how much preps involved is it one hit in terms of recording
0: it, now it is. We used to be able to move around a bit, but now because they've, uh, they've turned every television studio in London into luxury flats, uh, there's only one television. I mean, it's, it's crazy. In London, there's one television studio. You're kidding. And it's the old BBC one, which, of course, the BBC don't own anymore. Right. Uh, and that, that's the only one. So it is fully booked all the time. So we have no flexibility at all. If you're in town on a Thursday, you can come on. If you're in town on a Wednesday, soz. Wow. You're doing something else.
1: That's a nightmare logistically for people like you, though, isn't <sighs> it? it? Do you know what? In a sort of way, it's a gift because
0: we, we, don't, we don't have to make that call. No, we don't have to say, you know, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow, is she big enough to move our
1: studio <laughs> for?
0: Is that... <laughs> so now we just have to kind of go, you're in or you're out. Um, and in terms of the bookings, you know, what's amazing is over the last... You know, it's 25 years this year that I've been yeah, doing yeah. Uh, a talk show. And... When we started, you know, we couldn't get guests. It was impossible. Nobody knew who we were, and our show was quite out there. And so over those 25 years, uh, particularly our booker, Tony Jordan, uh, who's from Hollywood, but Northern Ireland. Hollywood, Northern <laughs>
1: Ireland. Uh, he,
0: he has developed all these relationships with all the the studios, the PRs, all those people. And now they trust us. So now they come to us and and, you know, a lot of the time it's a no brainer you kind of go of course we're having them Sure. then it becomes trickier then it's the kind of the middle people and then it's often the comic at the end or the domestic booking or you know those people yeah. you uh, kind of think uh, uh. Are, are they right with the big star yeah. uh, we try to put the big star in place first um, but you know what it's like it's all you know, it's an, you know every week Something happens, somebody drops out, uh, somebody no. refuses to sit beside somebody, somebody doesn't want to. You know, oh. it,
1: it's never easy. The negotiations to get us two in the studio together today, for example, have been going for three weeks. I can imagine, but but I mean, I'm such a hard <laughs> <laughs> But but the, the whole getting them together, though physically, is is the point in the logistics, though, to, to get all those people at the same time on the same couch and go, here we go. Off yeah, the, I mean, that's that's a nightmare. Even on the night, sure, at the same time, yeah. is often tricky because there
0: is that weird thing of being the last person to yeah. arrive uh, on uh, set. Yeah, why is that? a Thing, it's a, it's a, but apparently a thing. it's a thing. I yeah. don't know who made it a thing, but it's a <laughs> thing. Good. And oh, some people really make sure they're the last person.
1: Isn't that a weird? <laughs> isn't that a weird thing? Because uh, we were talking to David Williams. Oh yeah. And what I've noticed about British people in general is you're all so polite. Uh, you're so. Irish. I won't, I'm sorry, sorry, this broad <laughs> geographic part of the world. Yeah. When you're in New Zealand, you're allowed to just throw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. yeah they're over there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that he's speaking
0: the- English, he's in <laughs>
1: Europe. He must be British. But you're all so polite and you don't have an elevated sense of, despite the fact you're brilliant, you don't have an elevated sense of who you are. You are just who you are. Um, and the Americans, the Americans is what you're saying, isn't it? The Americans are, can be a pain in the do ass. Do you
0: know what? some of those young Brits really oh, it's catching is it really is it, really? <laughs> is it? Uh, I'd say so yeah some of them I think because once they get into that world of American publicists and all that sort of stuff um, and also because they're kids they yeah. don't know any different yeah. you know I think if if like I al- I do sort of my heart breaks for people who become wildly successful when they're in their teens or early 20s. Yeah. Because that's a
1: curse. It's a ruinous path. It really
0: is. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I didn't make a bean until I was in my mid-30s. And, and by that stage, you know, you've got your friends, you've got your life, and you've got your interest in the things you want sure. to do. So I think that was a, a real gift. I think if I'd become successful at 18 or 19, um, I'd probably be dead now. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't be
1: talking to me yeah. or
0: if I was alive you wouldn't want to
1: talk to me <laughs> do you think maybe it's with age with age you learn more as you learn more you're more comfortable in your own skin and you learn to behave
0: and I must say it. I think the, the, old, the old, the older the big star is yeah. the better they're going to be I reckon true and also it's really interesting the smaller the entourage or, well you don't need one because but, but, also you know oh I'm paying all of those people you know, so I think the, you know, I, I've had young pop stars and they've had like sushi chefs in there. No. You, you do know that's not a gift. <laughs> the, the, the record company aren't just giving no. you your own personal yeah, sushi. Exactly. Chef.
1: You're paying for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whereas, you know, Cher arrives with two people. That's right. Oh, that's it. Fantastic. She's not stupid. Fantastic. Forever Home. Oh yes, yes. Uh, is is now? <laughs> I wondered is, why I was here. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> well, well, I just, well, I just, I'll just throw stuff at you and see how you react. Uh, for forever home is now in paperback. Yes. Is is this when the money rolls in without being too crass about it? I mean, is that how it works? I don't. And do you care? I, I honestly, unless you're J.K. Rowling or David Walliams, the aforementioned, yeah.
0: you don't make big bucks out of books. You make some money, mm. um, but you don't make big bucks. So I, you're I, you're in it for the creative pursuit. I'm in it because I love doing it. And also, I, funny, if I was just talking to uh, some people about books, and I, I was saying, you know, yes, I love writing the books, but once you've written it, <laughs> then you do sort of want to sell it. Yeah. Not not in a kind of mercenary way, but in a sort of getting it out there yeah, way. In sure. I wrote this for people to read, so I'd like people to read it. Yeah. Um, and so I like doing, you know, post in a post-COVID world it's been very nice to get out and doing book events and meeting people and talking to readers and stuff uh because it's a it's so different to the rest of my life uh the the book events and talking to those people about those books because they're the thing I feel uh, I don't know proudest about but certainly the most personal about you know my television show yes it's called the Graham Norton show and I'm sat there on a chair uh but it is a huge collaborative effort i can't tell you how many people are involved in it and if it's ever good it's about all of those people and it's about tony jordan getting those those big names on the sofa um whereas the books yes there are other people involved at the the later stages doing marketing and pr and editing and things but the book is just me that's you so uh it's kind of my by
1: quiet pleasure yeah. Where, where's radio him? by the way I've never talked to you about radio <laughs> I, I, I mean you, you're working too hard for a start but <laughs> that, that aside I love of all the things I've done which are the same you know the papers and the television yeah, yeah. It, radio's the key it's the king it's, it's the magic well I mean I only do it two days a week I do it Saturday and Sunday mm.
0: and what I like about it is unlike you with you, because you are a professional <laughs> I do no prep no, no way no no seriously Nothing. Rubbish. I will be sat here, there'll be a, a record going on, and someone will go, oh, uh, uh, Graham Norton's coming in, Graham Norton's the guest, and then I'll take one piece of paper, and while the record's on, I'll be reading it, and then they sit down, and we start talking. And I think... Yeah, but that's because you're brilliant at what well, you do. No, but also I think it's about radio. I think your expectations of a radio interview, as a listener, are very different, I am quite happy to listen to people chat sure on the radio. They could sort of be talking we could, honestly we could be talking about uh oh I couldn't find a parking spot sure. or what did you watch on telly last night yeah. and we're we're voices keeping someone company. Yeah. That's what we are. So you always audience- on, on the telly I think it's different. I think you want Telly has to hold your attention in a different way.
1: Yeah. See, now all you've done is make me feel bad because there's 18 hours of preparation <laughs> and these pieces of paper in front of you and now. No. Yeah, but
0: that's that's so. why you're the king. That's why you're going to the coronation. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. why
1: you're seeing the king. Exactly. Do you, have, do you know the royals at all? You must no. have run into at all. you never did. I've bumped into. I've bumped into
0: Harry. Right. Uh, I've bumped into Andrew, and I've seen Edward in the flesh. Right. Uh, oh, and who doesn't know Fergie? But uh, th- that's. <laughs> That's about it.
1: <laughs> do you have advice for me in dealing with a lot of famous people all at once—two thousand people in the middle of the Abbey? Oh, you? Yeah, me. Are they going to be famous? Well, of course, there's heads of state. Well, see, I won't know who they are.
0: There's that's pr- why you're going. No, you're pr- you're pr- going. There's, so there's you presi- won't embarrass yourself. There's yeah, your presidents and
1: prime ministers. <laughs> yeah, and- you'll know who they are. I—I I would be going. Is that? <laughs> are you allowed a phone? Are you allowed to take your phone? I uh, allowed to take a phone. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you're not allowed to do anything with it. I mean, you, you can't, can't Google you, you, people. No, you can't Google <laughs> no, I hadn't thought is about a, that. It's a, sh- a, sh- a Shazam for faces. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, thank you so much for coming in. It's always good to talk with you. Uh, well, I'm so pleased to meet you at this special time. Uh, oh, no. But, uh, and go- have a fabulous day. I, what I, an amazing thing to have. I, I will indeed. And once again, last time you came in, in a number of years ago for the last Royal event that we got together for, you cycled in. I take it you've cycled, not skateboarded with your helmet. Yeah, 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 with your yeah. helmet. So you're fit and healthy around London. That's how you do it? I, I mean, uh, this week,
0: I'm cycling so much, Right, I cannot tell you. By 10 o'clock yesterday, I'd cycled 20 miles.
1: No way. Yeah, London's big. That's why it's why you look the way you do. <laughs> By the way, quickly on Eurovision. Oh, yes. Hannah Waddington. Yes. Do you love her? Yeah, no, she's great. She's fantastic. Yeah. Is she in, in person as... Glorious as she appears. She is glorious.
0: She's also incredibly tall. Yum. When we appear on stage together at Eurovision, it's going to be like a sort of um, Benjamin Button version of Bring Your Child to Work Day <laughs> as she holds my hand and we walk, walk to the front of the stage. Fantastic. It's going to look
1: terrible. Fantastic. Pleasure to see you again. Oh, gorgeous.
0: For more from the Mike Asking Breakfast, listen live to News ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.